The Paternity Test is a comedy podcast for adults. If you're not a grown-up, get off the internet. It's a horrible place. From Illinois and New York, it's the Paternity Test. This week, going steady in the 50s, death becomes Punky's dad, home is where the cold is, and hot poser fathers that must be destroyed, and now, three guys who'd put bacon on a birthday cake, here are the dads. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of The Paternity Test. I'm Todd Jay in the Chicago suburbs. I'm Matt Barazzi in Chicago. And I'm Dave Engel in upstate New York. Welcome back to the podcast that mourns the death of George Gaines, one of the most important 80s figures who taught Punky Brewster and all of us not to hide in old refrigerators. Punk there? Insert, yeah, insert joke here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this... I'm not, no, I'm not letting this go because uh, <laughs> Todd... <laughs> This is crap. <laughs> Tell everybody what you did, because I'm not going to do a bunch of George Gaines jokes again. <laughs> we just did 20 minutes on George Gaines. It was a tight set on George Gaines. <laughs> well, except for the 10 it's minutes. It's the best George Gaines <laughs> set I've ever heard. It's probably the funniest George Gaines bit we've ever had on the ever. show. And uh, the we weren't recording. After after starting 45 minutes late anyway, then I, I don't record our, our opening segment of the show. You'll just have to imagine all the George Gaines bits. But we did oh discover a couple of, of things about George Gaines that we didn't know. One, that he, Matt and I both love Wonderful Town, the, uh, uh, the original cast recording of Wonderful Town. I've always thought, boy, this guy in here sure does sound like Punky Brewster's dad. And sure enough, I just realized today, after reading about his death, that he was the guy... In Wonderful Town. Yeah, so he was, well, he's 98 years old, dead today, right? Yeah. Which means he's been old for far longer than we've been alive. Absolutely, yeah. And he fought in the, he's from like all over the world. He was like born in Finland to Russian parents, and he fought in the Royal Netherlands Army in World War II. So he was already old. If you look at his Wikipedia picture, it's from 1964, and he's already old. And so he played opposite Rosalind Russell in Bernstein's Wonderful Town. It's quite a career, you know, to start off like that and to be able to be in uh, Punky Brewster and then Police Academy. Whatever well, else I he did in between those how... two things. God, Police Academy. So I watched Police Academy today, some of it in memoriam, you know, as you should, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bowie dies, you play Bowie all day. Glenn Fry dies, you play <laughs> Joe Walsh all day because Glenn Fry sucks. <laughs> and... and uh, George Gaines dies, you watch some Punky Brewster, you watch the Police Academy. And it raised that question again that we've talked about on the show before. Who the hell was anything made in the 80s for? Because Police Academy is filthy. It's filthy. But it's only funny if you're nine years old. I, I was nine when I saw it, and I, I thought it was hilarious. And, I it, see, and yeah, very I would dirty. I see it on cable. I would see it on HBO yeah. when my parents were out of the room. I'd flip it on. Right. But that's the it's only like way they, I saw it. It's like they rated things are just to make it more exciting for when you caught it on cable mm-hmm. while your parents were both at work or getting a divorce. Well, our, when did they start rating movies? Because I feel like our parents was a first generation where that became something you thought about was what was the rating of a movie. So they didn't quite realize. I think R to them just meant 
you just had to have the permission to see it. Not that it wasn't, not that it was inappropriate for the children, but just that you had to say, yeah, go see police Academy with your friends. Right. Crazy. I mean, I, I know I'm from the country, forever. but it seems like a lot of kids saw already movies in the theater. When yeah. we were a kid. Well, that's because yeah. there wasn't either. It was a PG movie or it was an R rated movie. There wasn't, there was nothing for us like tweens until PG 13 right. movies started to come out and then they can, you know, then... I mean, there's no R rated movies, but if you were in an R rated movie now and somebody walked in with a nine year old, don't you feel like the whole audience would jump on them and, Call DCFS. Yeah, and yeah take like what the are you child? doing here? I think that's I've I think some people are doing that with Deadpool, thinking that mm-hmm. it's a Marvel movie. They see Marvel, like, well, yeah, we're gonna go see it. It's a Marvel movie. If they think yeah, it's, it's a Marvel movie. It's and, it, and it's funny, right? I mean, I haven't seen it, but that's what they're saying. You know what is weirding me out? I feel like everybody has such short memories. Everybody's saying, "Hooray!" A, a superhero movie that's R-rated and has stylized hyper gore. And lots of comedy. It's the newest thing that ever was. But mm-hmm. Kingsman came out last year. Mm-hmm. And it was more gory, more dirty, not quite as funny, but quite funny, and a superhero movie based on a comic. No one saw it, though, right? I mean, it had an all-star cast. Right. But I think people look at this, and the guy's guy looks like Spider-Man. He doesn't look like 007. I think everyone... I didn't know it was a superhero movie. I just thought it was a take off on a 007 movie. Mm. Yeah, it was. It's just a comic book you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kick-Ass is the same thing. Kick-Ass is super gory. Right. Funny. I just don't I mean, Deadpool is great. I just don't think it's leapt fully formed from the head of Zeus last weekend, <laughs> you know? Right. Well, RIP to George Gaines. And I hope you enjoyed this speech as much as I did. And now it's time for Butterfly Kisses. That's where we tell you how beautiful you look in your wedding dress. Uh, well, it's my turn for Daddy Daughter Dance. You guys have suffered through it already. and We know, Todd, you already said this 30 minutes ago. Yeah, but, the, but <laughs> you're the only two who heard it. Could you imagine if we had gotten to the end of the show and I looked we down? We did that the, once, didn't we? No, didn't we get, Ellie like, came downstairs. We, finished, we recorded an entire show. And actually, it really was, at the time, probably our funniest show ever. It's also when it took us five hours to record a show. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it used to take us five hours. Well, Ellie came down to say goodnight, and my recorder was plugged in, you know, to a power cable, and I had everything like stretched across the room because, you know, my setup wasn't very good. And she tripped on a cable, unplugged the recorder, and it lost the entire recording. It didn't like save it where it was. It just went away because it didn't get a chance to close the file. So it be it was an empty file. So we lost an entire show. Uh, Do you ever just give her just backhander like when she just sit and watching TV? Broke her arm. Well, remember that. <laughs> well, she's in a cast, right? Well, that's true. So, uh, but I think since then, I've never, I've never not recorded it. It's the first time we've started a show and I haven't been recording. And luckily, there's a time about a half hour into every show where you freak out and yeah. think you're not recording, but yes. you always have been. Yeah, I always go, oh, sh-. yeah, but I, yes, it, I, I'm recording, and I'm recording now because uh, people are listening to this so they know it's recording man they missed a really really hot george Gaines set i know yeah i can't can't express fervently enough how dynamic that george Gaines set was (laughs) i was gonna send it to george Gaines' estate because i thought they probably would have played it at the memorial service Mm -hmm. i know i don't think they're gonna are they gonna bury him are they just gonna send his ashes out i think they're gonna pack him into a bazooka and have tackleberry Fire him at a kitty cat in a tree. Can't do it. Tackleberry's dead, too. Oh, man. Well, so, Todd. Yeah. Todd, um, you've got a 
daddy daughter dance. So we've got a daddy daughter dance, and uh, you know, I, this is my fifth daddy daughter dance that I've, I've been to. So I think I've mastered it. And they've thrown me a curveball, and they've given this one a theme. Then they want you to dress up. Let me guess, fifties. <laughs> you know, Jeez. I don't know. Well, it I is fifties. You know, we've in the past. Everyone, you know, I wear a suit. I think I've worn the same suit to every daddy daughter dance the last five years. It just keeps getting tighter. It does. It looks more <laughs> looks more like a sausage casing every year. And Ellie wears a pretty dress every year. Well, now it's fifties, and so it's tomorrow, and I haven't really done much planning. And so at this point, I'm pretty sure I have to go with the jeans, you know, with the cuffs at the bottom, white socks, and black shoes, and like a black or white t-shirt. Right, the shana na look. Yeah, with the you know with the smokes and the sleeve rolled up or something like that. A hickey from Kanicki is like a Hallmark card. Yes, which is uncomfortable because so am I dressing up like my daughter's date, like a date, like and I or should I be dressing up like her dad, like a 1950s dad? You can't go as Rizzo and Kanicki, right? No, not no, go, not, go as they have the whole pregnancy scare. So era of Frank Sinatra. Go as like a 1958. Go with a bow tie. I'd have to have uh, a drink in my hand a, the whole time. A snap though. brim, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that'd be great. Or a yeah. trilby. That's what those daddy daughter dances are missing anyway. Or the other option was to go as uh, Bye Bye Birdie, the dad, and Bye Bye Birdie, Paul. uh, Paul Lind? Paul Lind. Kids, what's wrong with these kids today? (laughs) All the other parents are puzzled as to why you're dressed like the guy from Hollywood Squares. Yeah. (laughs) Are you annoyed by this? Because I think, I I know Matt would love it. I think I would be annoyed. I hate dressing up, like dress up, costume dress up. I don't go to, I don't participate in Halloween really. And uh, I would not go to a costume party. And I feel like I'm going to a costume party. So I'm a little upset about it. I would only be upset that this is too quotidian a a choice for a dance. Like I'd want it to be a great Gatsby theme or. (laughs) Sure. Your daughter would just love a great Gatsby theme. She'd be so excited. The Regency era, perhaps. Baroque. Well, the only reason Ellie, like Ellie, really didn't know what the fifties was either. She's like, "Why do you get it? What's what? Do you, what am I supposed to wear? What is she supposed to wear?" In the dress like you have polio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, we didn't say that joke the first time. So uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, she could dress like she has polio, and I could dress like I have PTSD from World War Two, and just walk. You around said that and, one. Yeah, I did. But you could go as an alcoholic. <laughs> Hey, you could put her in an iron lung. They had iron lungs back then, didn't they? Sure they did. What about I could launch uh, her into space and Sputnik? You could, or, you could take a steam. You could take a steam engine uh-huh. to the dance. <laughs> <laughs> so she's wearing a poodle skirt. Sure. Uh, and uh, and I guess I'm going to the, as a greaser because I just don't I don't have my Paul Lin suit uh, from the cleaners yet, or my World War II uh, army uniform. So, Are you going to get a wig like a Kanicki wig? That's like a, a big... great idea because I was just thinking yeah. about that because I talked to I did talk to our neighbor who's going with his daughter and he's gonna like slick back his hair. Right. Like I'd like to slick back my hair, but I don't have any. Yeah, but a crew yeah. cut's pretty true to the fifties. Yeah, I guess it's like yeah, sure. Throw on some so uh, horn rimmed glasses. And... I wish I had horn horn rimmed glasses. So I also wonder, like, is this going to affect the music? Is it all going to have to be uh, like fifties oh music, or is he going to is he going to play like Whip and Nay Nay? Uh, Maybe if you oh. play ironic fifties, like if you play like Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers versions of fifty songs mm-hmm. the whole time, right? Come on, everybody! Yeah. Come on, everybody! Now Ellie is in the full arm cast, so dancing she 
at all these daddy daughter dance, she's always been all over the dancing with me, which is great. All the other dads seem to hang out along the wall while the girls run around in a circle in the gym floor. Matt, I don't know if you experienced this. Oh, your daddy daughter oh, dance. This pisses me off. So I got let me let me grind my ears for a second about this daddy daughter dance I went to. Dave, you complained that the dads were overdressed, that they were in suits. Mm-hmm. But I was, of course, annoyed that it, that people were underdressed because I was in a suit and a lot of people were in suits. And you know who was not representing the white guys? All the black guys were in suits and looked good. And so did their kids. And then some of the white guys looked good. And some of the white guys looked like they dressed in case someone needed a spreadsheet made at some point <laughs> in the course of the dance. They were ready. <laughs> If there was a, you know, a human resources training module that had to be completed sometime in the course of the evening, these cats were on it. And I'm like, bust out the suits, guys. Like, it's a special night. It's a fake special night. So <laughs> they look nice. Uh, and the other thing was that. Now, this, this dance was 6.30 to 8.30, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people made the mistake of going for the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we, left, like, left, we got there late and left early. Right. That's what you should do. Or you should at least get there late or leave early. But right. so by the time we got there, I think a lot of guys were already sick of it, maybe. Or maybe they had never danced. So when I walked in, here's the other thing. It was Chicago. So, Dave, was there food at yours? Yeah. There, like, I mean, there was uh, – Syracuse is kind of cultureless. So there was, like, pigs in a blanket and sure. like, fruit and punch. So, like, oh, heavy hors d'oeuvres? No, that was, uh, like – what I just told you. There were just like was all that was there. <laughs> it was just it was Concord grape jelly on Wonder Bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cupcakes. They had cupcakes. Which is, you know, perfect for four year olds. Well, there was a buffet of Italian beef. Oh. Penne. So every guy got in line and got a massive plate of Italian beef and then they sat at tables and stuck their head into the beef and did not come up for air for forty five minutes. Yeah. And so they were sitting there eating a plated meal, and all the girls were running around the gym. Or the guys were just sitting out, like, checking their phones and talking to each other while the girls spun each other in circles, ran in circles, climbed on stuff, and did knee slides in their tights. With the exception of some of the black guys who were on the floor trying to actually dance, as did I. And yeah. I was so pissed off, because I'm like, you know what? If you guys would take your head out of your sandwich for 10 seconds, or come out on the floor... Because, of course, my, you know, i got a four-year-old with me, so she's just modeling what she sees. So when she sees the entire gym full of kids who are just acting like spazzes, she decides she wants to run around in circles, too. Yeah. But she likes to dance. I like to dance. I wanted to dance, but the dads were not modeling well. So mm-hmm. there's my, hey you, hey, you dads, get off my lawn. What and, happens at yours, Todd? Well, there's a mixture. Same thing. Sometimes you'll have a, you know, girls just running around in circles in the middle Ellie and I, though, are one of the ones that actually seem to dance together most of the night. She spends she doesn't spend a lot of time with her friends. She'll see her friends. She'll say hi. She might do like one dance with them if there's a song that they, you know, I don't know that that's a popular dance to time or something. Formation. Yeah, some kind of uh, yeah, any any kind of chore- pre choreographed type of thing. Single ladies. Yeah, <laughs> it's on a robot glove. <laughs> but for the most part, we dance together. You know, fast songs and slow songs. You know, of course, the slow song starts, and that's when all the dads say, okay, let's get, the, you know, do the obligatory slow dance. But <laughs> All right, dads, anaconda's on. Let's get out there and twerk. <laughs> so uh, with Ellie's arm, I don't know how much dancing she'll want to do because I imagine that's going to be a lot of stress on it to just just the jumping and bouncing. So we might be calling How broken it, is it? 
Well, I mean, it's broken enough that it'll get sore if she if she jumps around all night. I is it a sling? No, no, no. It's in a, a full like fiberglass cast. I mean, is she gonna do a handstand? Does this stop the yard? Like, how <laughs> how hard is she dancing? Well, we we do. A, she loves the spins and dips and stuff like that. So we do a lot of that. But I imagine we really won't be able to this year. So you got to yeah. swing hard. You got to swing her between your legs and yes. come out the other side and spin her around and then up in the air. And we probably would have attempted some of those moves uh, if she hadn't been in a cast. But now, you know, I don't know. So we'll see how much fun it is when she's in a cast. Um, I did order the corsage, but of course I waited until today to order it, as opposed to like a week ago when sure. it, you know. But I, at least I got it ordered. Is there and an extra rush charge? I, I I feel like they're so expensive uh, that maybe I am getting charged extra because it's so late. I don't know. Is fifteen dollars a lot for a wrist corsage? What'd, What'd you pay, Dave? For? I think I paid fifteen a piece for ours. Oh yeah, my daughter's wrists are the size of like my toe. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I did not pay $15 when I decided to go to the dance because I, I learned about the dance the day of. Turned to my daughter said, you want to go? She was so excited. She ran all around the house. She told the babysitter, I can't wait to go to the dance with my dad. I knew about the corsage thing from Todd, just like Dave did. But on my way home from work, looked up how to make a corsage, like easy, corsage, easy wrist corsage, Google. YouTube video comes up, stopped at t- Trader Joe's, bought a $3.99 bouquet with some flowers in it with some berries and some Gerber daisies stopped at a craft store got a couple of spools of ribbon and some glue got home made a wrist corsage put it on her she immediately flipped out said I don't want to wear this wrist corsage I don't want to go to the dance I hate you I want to get a tattoo and she didn't wear the corsage oh so I'm glad it was not $15 that was the best part of our experience because they get to walk around with flowers in their arms for 15 minutes while we were at home and they were in love with that. But Do you have pictures got... of that? Because I want to show them to my daughter and shame her. Yeah, yeah I got pictures. <laughs> and they're the most adorable things ever. And Good. as long as they don't listen to this podcast ever, they'll never know they had a miserable time. I just erased the miserable pictures. Um, but <laughs> I you only sent, have miserable pictures. You sent the, mo- the m- most wonderful picture ever, which completely... <laughs> It was like that should a be the manifestation picture. of my experience. Yeah, that should be the picture for the next episode. Oh, my God. Because that's wonderful. And I don't know that I would have gotten out of the house if that's how it started for me. You would have just called it? Yeah, I would have said, Time of uh, death. We're done. Yeah, this dance <laughs> is over. If she's already crying, like, what, what was she crying about at that point? Nothing. She's just, it's just a control thing, or she was tired from the day, or. You know, she just wanted, she's four. She wanted to be a pain in the butt. That's and when I would have, like, two. fake answered my phone. I go, hello? Canceled? Really? <laughs> the whole thing? <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. And her birthday? Oh, come on. <laughs> they canceled Daddy Daughter Dance, honey. Let's oh, just put on our pajamas. Christmas, honey. Santa's dead? How? <laughs> With the Easter Bunny? <laughs> and I got to go visit my old girlfriend. What? <laughs> All right. Tell your mom I'm, I'll be back in a couple hours, I guess. <laughs> Hey, folks, you already shop on Amazon. Why not put those dollars to work keeping this show on the air? Do it by using the Amazon portal at the support page at paternitypodcast.com. That means when you want to buy something from Amazon, go to paternitypodcast.com, click on support. You'll see an Amazon logo. Click on that. A window will open. You will do your Amazon shopping in it. It's just like buying an Amazon any other time. You don't have to sign up for anything or buy anything extra. Amazon knows you came through the portal 
and sends us a little of their profits, and we use it to pay for the show. And we have to thank you, folks, because tonight I am on all new audio equipment because of your donations and your Amazon money. Dave and Todd, who know the boops and the beeps better than me, sent me new equipment, and hopefully this show will sound significantly less terrible going forward. So thank you very much for that. I don't know that I've bought anything on Amazon lately, but I do. Uh, today, I, when the new equipment came, I said, oh, I need new headphones. And I knew that on my wish list was a set of Pac-Man over-the-ear headphones. Mm. So I went to buy it, and it was discontinued. It was like sold out, and they don't make them anymore, and you can't have these anymore. So, guys, if you or if any of our listeners who are always very uh, industrious know where I can find these Pac-Man over-the-ear headphones, they're not on eBay, they're not in any Amazon sellers, I want some. I would think, it, I can't believe there's, Why are they just that one sold out, there's just not other versions of right? Pac-Man headphones. It's really super weird. And how is there nobody selling one pair? I look, right now I'm drinking out of this wonderful Chewbacca head Stein that I got at Disney World near the Star Tours ride. And the the mug handle part is like the Chewbacca ammo belt. And right. the rest of it is his head. It's like a Toby mug, a Toby jug of Chewbacca's face, and it's got a Stein flip up top of his head. And I love it. The only thing that makes me sad about it is I'm having so much fun drinking out of my Chewbacca Stein that I haven't been drinking out of my Pac-Man tumbler. Uh, but I put in, for whatever reason, I put Chewbacca Stein into Amazon, and someone was selling as an Amazon seller, like an Amazon Marketplace person, was selling their Chewbacca mug from Disney World for like oh. 25 bucks, which made me think, maybe I should sell my Chewbacca mug for 25 bucks and go back to drinking out of my Pac-Man glass. These are tough choices. I'm surprised that you can't find the Pac-Man thing. But you're industrious. You could probably make one. Like the corsage? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm still burned after the corsage thing, and I just don't feel like being a maker anymore. Yeah, I get it. Closing down my entire Etsy shop. I get it. If you like the paternity test, please help us tell other people about it. If you use the podcast app on an iPhone, while you're there, you can subscribe so you get all the new episodes and also leave a review. The reviews help new people find us when they're looking for shows on iTunes. But the best thing you can do to help us is just to spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell them on Twitter. Tell them on Facebook. And help spread the good news of the paternity test. <laughs> you can also read our weekly paternity test blog at chicagoparent.com. And our monthly written column, Viva Daddy, in Chicago Parent Magazine, as well as Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and Bronx Riverdale Family Magazines. You should read this stuff because it's a lot of work. Uh, and you would like it. And it takes a long time to read. So if you like the show and you want more of the show, you can read it. You can avoid doing your job by reading these things. They're great. They will change your life. They're the greatest, most luxurious parenting columns they're gonna build a wall with between here and mexico and make mexico pay for it that's how good they are that sounds like a promise and now it's time for this crappy house where even the mice are moving out so i live in a mid-century home i'm quite fond of it everything seems to be in working order for the most part the winters here in syracuse though are cold and even this winter which has been mild we've had temperatures of Wind chills of close to negative 30 in the last week or so. Really? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty great. My wife this year, because we were, we had with gas prices going up last year, we had energy bills that were like 400 bucks a month. What? Yeah. Welcome wow. to New York. It's been waiting for you. 
But you just make it more and more appealing to live in Syracuse. Cost you four hundred dollars a month to live in a freezing house because it's thirty below outside. And when you go to a daddy daughter dance, they give you pigs in a blanket. Yeah, it's not all bad. Name one thing. <laughs> That's a pregnant pause. <laughs> well, my wife. Your wife's nice, but she could live somewhere else. She, my wife's all right. She came to the house. They got she, those water slides at the Y. Those are pretty do. cool. We do, which they've only I've only seen one person slide down it because there's never enough. There's never enough lifeguards where they can have the slide on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, God, can't you slide at your own risk? No, it doesn't work like that. It's America. Someone will sue somebody. Nanny state. Yeah. So the house, my wife came with the house. And this year she was like, you know what? We're not doing $400 as much as I'd love to. We're not doing $400 energy bills. So I'm turning the heat down. And so our heat is set at 65 all the time. And it's cold. Yeah, that's like six degrees below where you want it to be. Plus... I think in most houses, especially drafty houses, because we have a drafty house, drafty. that that number is a lie. Yes. Well, that's the problem. We have doors from the early 60s in our house. And so you know, I could roll a dime out in the cracks in the door um, <laughs> and have some leeway on either side. And, you know, you can see daylight. And so, yeah, it's and I know this is all like someone saying you should take care of that. I know I should, but my wife has me on so many other projects that by the time... Take care of it how? Put in a bigger door? Put those sand-filled things shaped like a cat along the bottom of it? Just tape the door shut, I think. (laughs) I think it's paint it shut. I think it's what you do. I don't know. I I haven't taken the time to really figure it out this year. Kids are keeping all the doors closed. We're all going to huddle together in one room. Right. Until we all freeze to death in each other's arms. Um, Outcasts of Poker Flat. They'll find us covered in a light dusting of snow. We like the eyes uh, towards the heavens. Girl. Yeah. Or Kurt Russell at the end of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I fixed it in the past, but I just get, I get exhausted with the upkeep of a home. It's getting exhausted. And I'm 40. I'm not, it's not like I'm 70. You know what I mean? It's not like people look at me and say, yeah, I get it. Like he's, uh, he's, you know, he's getting along in the tooth. No, I'm, I'm 40 years old. Like I should be able to, take care of these things i just don't i just don't care enough yeah like i took care of the door last year i put stripping on it weather stripping and all that and it sort of i don't know i think i just need we just need a new door because it always comes off you always got to put it back on you know i don't know whatever talking about a door to the outside yes you should just brick that up i well it's not like we're leaving anyway we haven't been outside in a week i've been home all week because we're on break and i haven't gone outside because Someone died. Because there be monsters. <laughs> if you go outside, it's like Beetlejuice. A sandworm will just come up and gobble you. That's so oh. weird. It's going to be 63 here tomorrow. It's in the 30s here, or it was. It was Now it's in the 20s, I'm sure. Not to rub it in, Dave, but it's going to be as cold outside here as it is inside your house there. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. I'd only be mildly uncomfortable if I walked around. In Chicago. So are um, you wearing like long johns around the house? Are you wearing your thermals around the house? I am. I've got a big, thick flannel on over a T-shirt. It's nice and comfortable in a in a jacket. My kids don't seem to mind. I think they're at an age where they've just sort of, their kinetic energy is so high, they don't seem to notice. Yeah, my kid would build a snowman in a swimsuit. 
She does not yeah. care about temperature. <laughs> what about you, Todd? What do you guys, you seem like you'd keep it kind of cool. Like our, the temperature in the house? Yes. Yeah, I do. We, you know, one, because we're cheapskates and our house is very poorly insulated to begin with. Even though it's a newer house, it's only 10 years old. But, you know, the, the builders did what they could to, to cut corners. So they got the cheapest possible windows. And like you could feel if you're sitting on my couch, you know, you're probably about a foot and a half from the windows. And you could actually feel if it's really windy out, you could feel it on the back of your neck. And it's a really cold and windy. You could actually yeah. feel like you go, man. I feel the drag. Like, oh, it's 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 infuriating. Yeah, our windows are simultaneously new and worthless. Manda, yeah. bottom of the line. <laughs> yeah, you can feel the wind. You can like feel people's thoughts as they walk by on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> so we keep it. Uh, like right now, I'm getting kind of cold because it's got it past the point where now the thermostat has turned down for the night, assuming everyone else is in bed. Uh, mm-hmm. But everyone is in bed except for me. So at around 1030 or so, it drops like 65. We sleep in 65, and during the day, it's uh, 68, which that's I think is comfortable. I'm fine with that. Oh, that's nice. Uh, really splitting hairs there on that temperature range. It's not me. I'll walk towards the thermostat, and she'll say, don't touch it. Don't <laughs> touch it. And what it's does it like have to be in your house? 65. All the time? 24-7? Mm-hmm. That's a bit yeah. cold for, like, regular living. Yeah, well... Put a sweater on, I guess, huh? I guess <laughs> or a sweater. So, yeah. <laughs> or you could put on a sweater. Or you should put, put on a sweater. sweater. It's the Chicago way. He pulls a knife, you put on a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't, you know, I guess I'm getting used to it. But Because, like, we don't have air conditioning, so summer comes around, and then I'm boiling. Yeah. I'm never comfortable. God. He just I saves there's a half a day air. sometime in uh, late April when you're comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah a, no, that's, I guess that's true. April. You know, I shouldn't claim complete and utter misery. Because, yeah, April, I'd say, like, the last three days of April are really nice. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, two and a half days in October that are okay. Yeah, when you finally do kill yourself, you should do it at the end of one of those days. It'll be nice. No, I want to enjoy those days. No, you kill right, your... We're right at the end of those. Like Right. That's like having a car crash on the way to Disney World. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah. Plus, you do your, do your family a favor and do it when when they keep the house at sixty five, so you don't decompose as fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a thoughtful, thoughtful father. Got the whole house to myself. Because they probably forget to look for you for a couple of days. Well, that's the truth, right? <laughs> oh, he's downstairs tinkering on something. <laughs> 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 oh, that's all I got. Social media isn't just a report on the death of reality show cast members hours before they die. It's also I'm not for us. dead. I'm fine. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to pull through. All right, no, I'm not. I'm dead. What's going on? What is this? Well, there what was happened? a Mafia Wives uh, person that was reported dead. Was she really dead? She's dead now. Oh, so she wasn't dead when they first reported it? No. How'd that work? Was she on her way out? She was super duper on her way out, yeah. Oh, okay. Super duper on her way out. Yeah, but they like hardcore denied it. Like the reports were she's dead and her family was like, she's so not dead. You guys shut up. And like a half hour later, she was dead. So I don't know why they didn't just let it go. (laughs) So strange. Save a couple of phone calls to their press agent. Like us on Facebook, share our posts and follow us on Pinterest, on Instagram at the paternity test and on Twitter at the dad test. I love Pinterest. 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 You cool whip. Everything's been with cool whip, Brian. (laughs) 
Manhattan. It sounds like someone. Make it sounds so Irish. It's me, Seamus Pinterest. <laughs> sounds like somebody who studies Harold Pinter. My daughter says a clock weird. Like I would say three o'clock, and she says o'clock, and I can't oh, get enough cute. of it. So I keep asking her the time. She overpronouncing o'clock. 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 Does she keep telling you that she can't tell time? She doesn't know how to tell time, but she's more than happy to make it up for you. Hey, what time is it? Ten o'clock. Send us a question or a comment for the paternity test mailbag. Just email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 657-BAD-DADS. And now it's time for Cool Dad Luke, where ain't nobody can drink 50 Capri Suns. Guys, I got big-timed by two cool guys today, and I'm feeling pretty bad about it. Uh, first, I was at the I was at my hippy-dippy preschool, and I was kind of styling. I went in a cool scarf, had some sunglasses on, wearing some cool boots. My beard was looking tight. I thought, this is going to be good. The moms are going to turn some milfy heads, right? I walk in. There's a new dad. It's like what? halfway through the winter semester. There should Come be on. new families, right? Yeah. And the guy, he looked like he should be on Mozart in the Jungle. He had long flowing hair. He's probably 10 years younger than me. He had on a scarf and like a lot of layers, but not in like a keep me warm way in like a mannequin way. Like right. there's clearly a top coat over a jacket over. There was a lot of fashion a lot going, going on. on. Did he even have a kid or is he just hanging out? He might have just. No, he did have a kid and he had an accent. I don't oh, know what it was uh, from, but it's some sort of European accent. And the ladies it. were clearly digging it. He was. It was probably fake. Really seemed like a douche rocket. I will say, I think I got a better face than his, but because <laughs> he looked a little like Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. You tell him that. Hey, nice face. I think I'm gonna start a rumor that, like, I'm gonna tell everybody. Doesn't he look like Kylo Ren? Like, just to kind of pee in the pool a little bit, pre so, like, or you know, post lightsaber slash. Mm, you know, either way. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if I compare him to somebody less good looking than him, maybe it'll pull. All right. That yeah, direction. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, get that picture in everybody's head yeah, so like when they that. kiss him in the supply right. closet they'll be, they'll be turned off <laughs> right <laughs> when they're in the midst of having an affair with him <laughs> right. they'll be turned off yeah it's not gonna <laughs> stop anybody it's only 80 percent as satisfying as i hoped it would be after that thing <laughs> matt Barese told me well what happened well, with this guy is he i'm sure he started telling stories about how he saved like a baby calf or delivered a full or something like what? right sorry i'm sorry i'm late guys but uh <laughs> you know i was i was sharing an uber on the way over and the woman with me went into labor prematurely and i had to deliver the baby she named him after me can you believe it <laughs> um what yeah this is always disappointing although at this point with the way i look see you're only slowly beginning to experience that where i feel like i've i'm there man like, I might as well be 70 in terms of, like, because I, I never feel like I walk in a room. I'm never surprised if there's someone better looking than me. You know what I'm saying? You play that game? I always used to play that game on the subway. Like, every time I get in a subway car, I would think, who who could who could beat me up? Who can I beat up? Who am I better looking than? Who's better looking than me? <laughs> and, like, and which of these women will I procreate with if this, you know, if the subway stops? And society ends, and we have to repopulate the earth using only the people on this car. Mm-hmm. With whom will I couple? As soon as I walk onto a subway car, that's, I do all that math. The really weird uh, part is you do it out loud. Right. <laughs> right. Who will I procreate with? 
<laughs> you, uh, I'm better looking than you. You're better looking than me. I'm My problem was is I used to I used to live in really bad neighborhoods uh, and go home bartending at 4 a.m. So it was just me and people who wanted to kill me and sleeping <laughs> homeless. So. <laughs> So it's really uh, a literal, like, who will kill me on this? <laughs> right, or who will try to procreate with me against my <laughs> will. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a much different subway car than you were on. Um, you sound like you were on a lovely subway car. Yeah, no, I, I haven't I... played those games in a long, long time. I don't feel like I'm uh, uh, at that level anymore. <laughs> I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'd be kicked off the subway car. Let me put it that way. He said, uh, all right, we're going to, everyone's going to play who, you know, would you rather, uh, sir, sir, you in the flannel. Could you get off, please? Me? What? Yeah, get off the subway car. <laughs> you're, you're not included. Yeah, I think I'm over the hill. I think I've peaked, but I think I haven't slid far enough down the hill that I'm gross yet. Mm-hmm. But I think the skin and hair are kind of going to hell, and there's no way to hide it. I just think it's not disgusting yet, but right. I definitely takes a little extra work each day it's funny yeah the skin is it right because i think anyone can put up with hair anybody can put up with gray hair or uh what have you but it's the skin it's like yeah we've got dad skin you know yeah i mean you can tell when somebody's 32 as opposed to 28 because there's just little telltale cracks well now it looks like you could play lady of spain on my face it's so accordion <laughs> I could enter the Sharpay category of the Westminster Dog Show and come in at least third. If you lay down, you can just stick quarters in the cracks. <laughs> right. Every time I drive through a toll, I just reach between my eyebrows and pull out <laughs> fifty cents. That's where I'm at. No, that's not where I'm at. I'm pandering. See, because my face is fat, so all of my cracks are hidden. They if say there's a time in your life where you have to choose between your ass and your face. Because mm-hmm. if you keep your body, you know, after a certain age, if you keep your body fit, your face is going to be all wrinkly. But if you stay fat, you'll have a nice, smooth, youthful face. Hmm. What happens if I lose weight? Am I going to instantly have cracks all over my face? Yes. Be like somebody burned the painting of you that's in the attic. Better, <laughs> better stay fat. I know that. And I've talked about this before, too about uh, how I've, I've relaxed my joints for the last 10 years of my life because I haven't exercised. So I feel like <laughs> all the other people who have exercised for the last 20 years, now they're all getting hip replacements at 40, right? Because mm-hmm. they're all up in their own business about how, how great they are uh, in terms of athleticism. But if I just spend six months losing weight, I'll have perfect joints, I'll the joints of a 20-year-old because I haven't done anything with them in 20 years. Um, so I've I feel like I could still maybe get ahead of the game a little bit for my age. There's still a shot. You still got a shot. I think it's very important to not play sports, except maybe track and field. Maybe I'm even wrong about that. But I definitely think now at our age, everybody who played, you know, especially football, is screwed because of it and doesn't remember enjoying it that much. I don't think anyone enjoys sports so much that, Matt and I at least come from small towns where everyone talks like you were constantly given the speech about how this is the best time of your life when you're mm-hmm. in high school. But I think for guys like us, we realized or we were confused by that sentiment because we 
how could that possibly be? How could that be? We can't go anywhere. We have no money and there's no one's fun to hang out with. Right. Well, and so all those guys can't walk upstairs now without grunting. I'm not talking about like yeah. head, you know, concussion stuff. I'm just right. talking about like backs and knees. Right. Those you lucky need that guys stuff. can't remember anything. Um, <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? You hear people say, oh, it's an old football injury. Oh, I, my knees are bad because I ran. Well, you should have been running then. You should have been in football. You should have been, you know, this or that, because it's like it's not worth it. It is. I literally not have one injury, it. and it's a stage combat injury from Todd. <laughs> hey, you're a Mister Method. Don't get mad at me. It was my fault. In a genius, nineteen-year-old method acting way, I said, "Todd, how about tonight on stage we actually fight?" And he's like, "That's a really bad idea." I'm like, "Well, you better be ready because I'm coming at you." I ran at him, and it was like hitting a wall of Polish brick, and I immediately <laughs> tore out half my back, which still hurts. <laughs> You're welcome. I remember that. I remember when you hurt your back, because you really hurt your back. Yeah, I was like, now, I to go to a doctor. Like, take right. pills, be on, lay on things that were hot. <laughs> it's just weird to be at the, like, to remember the moment, because it's, you've complained about your back for 20 years. Literally 20 years. And it's not, you know, and the, the shame about it is it's not like I broke my ankle filming The Force Awakens. Like, <laughs> I ripped out my back in a crappy liberal arts school production of The Crucible. Right. Probably not worth it. No, definitely definitely not worth it. But, look, it could be worse. You know? Could have fallen off the stage. Right, could I could be, be paralyzed like that kid from Friday Night Lights. Right. This is my point. Or the kid that got his forehead cut open with the, the brick. In cabaret, do you remember that? Oh, in our in college, yeah, we we had a brick get get thrown through the the shop window, and it went yeah. into the orchestra pit and hit a kid in the head. Yeah, it was a but it was a two by four painted look like a brick. In it the, was yeah, it was a uh, it was like covered in gaff tape or something. It had to yeah, be heavy enough to actually break the plastic, you know, the fake window. But we threw it. <laughs> they threw it from backstage towards downstage. <laughs> Not thinking that it would keep going after it went through the window. Right. Because that's great not... that there was a 20 year old kid in the 90s who could say that they got sustained a facial injury and crystal knocked. <laughs> well, folks, it's time for another episode of the paternity test to let the kids play hide and seek and the retired appliances. Pronker. Follow us on Twitter at the Dad Test. Like us on Facebook and visit our website, paternitypodcast.com. Or email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com. Catch us Tuesdays at chicagoparent.com. Call our voicemail, 657-BAD-DADS. And tell your friends about the show. Consider a donation to the show via our PayPal link at paternitypodcast.com. All right, everybody. Remember, hopefully next week I'll press record so you don't miss any of the hilarious tribute to Reginald Vell Johnson from Die Hard and Family Matters. And until next time, best of luck passing the paternity test. <laughs>